Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us as we enjoy this late blast of summer air because by Wednesday it'll be 26 degrees cooler. So enjoy the 81 we've got right now. Listen, when you reported, Donnie, that it was snowing in Bozeman, Uh my sister gave me an earful. Was it not? No. Snowing, icy driving conditions, accidents everywhere. She was so bombed. Oh, I, I mean, they, it's 30 degrees there. Oh, my God. Yeah. How much snow did they get? They got a lot. In some a parts lot. in the state got like... They got January snow in yeah, September, they got, they which is a big... Feet. Yeah, that's not... And yeah. they have the longest, you that's know... That's their weekend claim to fame. That is. Mm. What's yours? Mine is... Uh, I went up to Duluth this weekend, mm-hmm. and... Um, I probably haven't done this for like a year, but my, you know, my good friend Jeanette, we went out dancing and we just had a block ball. The two of us, um, you You guys are dancers. We're dancers, and Mm -hmm. there's lots of places to go, but um, Duluth is getting so hip and happening. I know the new West End. They've got all these brew pubs and just uh, some wine bars and some businesses. It was just really hopping. Anyway, we were at, I can't think of the, okay. it used to be a divey bar that's kind of been redone. Okay. And Big Dave and the Ripples were playing. Not and they, Big Dave and the Ripples. Oh yeah, and uh, I call them Big Dave and the Nipples. But Of um, course you do. They just play like all R&B and funk. And the funniest thing we saw, so there's this old guy there and his wife was like in a wheelchair he loves to dance, and so he's like, my wife doesn't mind if I just dance with any of the ladies. So right. everyone, like, you know, did a dance with them. Uh-huh. But by the time, as the night kept going on, at one point, he fell onto the stage. Nice. Nice. Back. And I was like, I'm so glad I wasn't dancing with them. Right. Timber. He fell backwards? He fell backwards oh, like a timber. You know, yes. he was just shaking his booty too much. Just having too much fun. We're just yeah, just kind of going out. You know, totally we just fun. haven't like the two of us just gone out and just like danced all night, like probably since last summer. Right. When we spent a night at the Flame, which is another good place in Duluth to dance. And the or you arm, can dance the wing spirit. is fine when you're out and about and you're not feeling you can move. Julia, I, my arm is uh, like eighty five percent. Isn't that amazing, yeah. Lori? How about you? What was um, you, you guys know, have a weekend club of fame, Jules? I, I um I'm going to say No, you know, I'm seriously nesting. Oh, really? I'm checking off lists, I'm getting stuff done and I started um Well, it is fall. It's, it's fall. That thing. I just started, I mean, really getting ready. I went to Goodwill already once today. I'm probably going to be there tomorrow. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just getting rid of stuff that I don't need anymore. It feels really good. Yeah. It, does it just felt good really to good that. to check off things off a list. Yeah. So, all right. Donnie, how about you? Donnie? Took advantage of Saturday's lovely weather. Oh, wasn't it? And, oh, I played uh, tennis. Excuse headed me. Headed down to the Afton Art Fair, which is Oh, was that this weekend? Yeah, I love that. I uh, feel bad for them yesterday. Not so good. But, what was uh, it? Oh, it rained all yeah, day here? It, was, it rained. 
mm-hmm. all day yesterday. It was kind of just murky. Yeah. 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 So I got to see this husband and wife duo. She sings. He plays. He plays guitar, and it looks like his fingers can't possibly be moving that fast. Oh, really? Yeah, they're called patchouli, that's uh, their, and they're there every year. Really? And they're just incredible to watch. So that's what I—that's what we did. Oh, yes. I, I do need to mention my my serious tennis match. Uh-huh. 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 Are you seeing how my eyes are starting to close? I know. And people could be falling asleep. I know. There's <laughs> no way to make that exciting, Julia. Your tennis match. I oh, mean, really. It makes me happy. Tennis makes me happy. All right, whatever. Okay. Yeah. All right, moving on. Mm-hmm. Moving, moving on, on, people. Oh, boy. So I... The Vikings were horrible yesterday. Oh, yeah. So really my, our mm-hmm. family, we always get together at one of the brothers' house because they have the bigger TVs. And yesterday it was at Brother John. Mm-hmm. Casey comes. Mm-hmm. Your husband, my brother. Honest to Pete. He's- Honest to Pete. Well, because really, Lori... As a fan, they've always disappointed us. The Vikings have, but really, but this you year, either need to. Accept I've it. I have accepted it, and be a Viking fan, I and did. know you're going to be disappointed, or be like that. Casey, and you're a wreck every week. He's and a becoming wreck. He had bitter. to leave at he half. Leave. Yeah, <laughs> he left at halftime. I'm yeah. out of here. I'm done. They're yeah. done. Yeah. Well, oh, the thing is, they're not only bad this year. They're like worse than they're like a junior high football team. Oh wow! Wow! They're that bad. They, they are that bad. All I know is they spend a lot of money on a, a quarterback with a great name, Kirk uh, Cousins. Yeah, who can't do anything. Oh dear! How'd you like to be him? Well, how'd you like? Well, to he's be? got a massive paycheck for not doing anything. <laughs> yes, he does. It's terrible, Lori. It was terrible. Julia, you know, I was really... And I read the whole time. Yeah. I go to a place of Zen, too, because it's just too... I don't care anymore, but it was just... It's kind of like, I like watching football. We're so pathetic. It's like, my my son and I left there, and we're like, at the same time, we need a new team, and we both decided Kansas City at the same time. Oh, because we just need a new team. See, then oh, you're not right. a true blue Viking fan. Oh, no. If you could change that oh, quickly. Laurie. Just, uh, you, you know. know it's in our heart and in our soul, but we just So get... you just say that you're going to cheer It's just for so. Else. Donnie, what did well, you... Well, you got the twins. I know we do. Yeah, Friday, Friday. night. Game one, Friday night. Mm-hmm. There was a great story in the Star Tribune yesterday how this team has more like rock stars than 87. Yes. Oh, that's true. The home runs, like the 87 team hit 80 home runs, and this team is at 100. Or, no, it's 303. 307. 307. And yeah, we, beat the Yankees by one yes. home run for the record. Yeah, New so, record. I mean, you know, it was all these little things, and I was just like, oh, boy. I'm can, excited. If they, I have my twin stuff ready. Yeah, <laughs> if they can, they got to win. Though they've gone to the really? playoffs the last 15 years and lost every year. Well, no, they haven't been in the playoffs. Well, I know, but I'm just saying every time oh, okay. they've gone since, I mean, they don't ever so get good, anywhere. Yeah. So it doesn't matter how great you did all year long if you can't. That's true. You know. Oh, eyes blonde one. Yeah. Oh, I'm just saying. Oh, I'm just this saying. is the time of the year that I jump in yeah. anyway on baseball. Really, it's World Series. But I do kind of like the playoffs. Well, we have to because our Only team's because in I, it. Yeah, and this one, of course, because it's the twins. And they even had phonetic pronunciation of all the guys' names because there's so many Dominicans. There really are. Yeah, that's helpful. Yeah. There really are, yeah. yeah. You know, so I'm like, oh, let's just get more nicknames going. <laughs> more nice. I had the, I had the like weirdest. The yeah, I had the weirdest dream about Kent Herback. Really? Yeah. Really? I, no. It was baseball. so random and weird. Yeah. All I can Were you camping of, with him? No. All I can think of is because I read this story yesterday right? afternoon about the mm-hmm. 87 twins. 
And he might have showed up in that book, Knights in White Castles, which we talked about. Yes, he did show up in Knights in White Castles. On Friday. And um, no, I I pulled into a gas station because I wanted air in my tire. And Kent Herbig said he'd put air in my tire. It was just as weird and random as that. Is that a euphemism? No. (laughs) I mean, that is so, that is like so random. And he came out in a blue jumpsuit with Kent. Like the pinstripe (laughs) jumpsuit like he was working. Check the windshield washer fluid, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah. Check your oil. Yeah. Uh I was just like, okay, that 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 is is funny. And that's all I remember of it. I thought, well, Kent Herbeck filled up my my tire last night. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All right. Listen, when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. It is another memoir by another iconic woman. We'll be. Oh, that is Blondie, and uh, Debbie Harry has a memoir out. We learned about this last year, but we forgot about it. Yes. She did not really get that much press that, I mean, she didn't do that much beforehand, and her memoir, Face It, is coming out tomorrow. And she was the lead singer of Blondie. In, of Blondie. And the, how Blondie, they got to, they started like maybe in the late 70s. I think the story will say it, but they hit it big with Call Me, which was the Call theme, me. The theme song in American Gigolo. Okay, yes. yes. And it's oh, been like 10 that. weeks yeah. at number one. Okay. That's kind of how they like sort of burst out into out and she was 35 years old in 1980 okay you know so she was older even yep. than some of her yep. bandmates exactly. and um but i think they she started the band with uh christine she was like 29 something okay. Like that. okay here we go as front woman of the new wave band blondie from the mid-70s into the 80s debbie harry was the undisputed queen of her scene combining the torrid allure of a rock singer and the ironic detachment of a French film star on such hits as Heart of Glass. Now, four decades after Blondie first roared out of New York City's punk mecca CBGB, Debbie Harry's memoir, Face It, offers candid, compelling revelations. When you were up on stage, what did that feel like at first? Terribly frightening, yeah. Then I suddenly realized, well, I have to make them respond. I have to go out there. I have to get them. After that, it was a no-brainer. I just went out and got him. It was a no-brainer. It was a, a no-brainer. And the uh, uh, the let's see, who is it? The Times, the London Times, said uh, Debbie Harry memoir, "Sex, Drugs, David Bowie, and Me." It's shocking scenes of rock and roll madness. Fasten your seatbelts. You're in for a wild ride. I believe she it. goes into explicit detail yeah. about say. drugs, <laughs> sex. Um, every, I mean, kind of, it's everything we want in a memoir. Plastic yes. surgery. Does she admit it? Yes. Did you read it? All right. She, well, let's play this next okay. cut, okay? Did she ever? Taking on the world with bandmate and partner Chris Stein. Blondie fans and the camera made Harry an adored icon of her era. Photographed by Andy Warhol as Blondie sold tens of millions of LPs. Was this level of stardom anything you could have possibly imagined? Yes. <laughs> that's my best. I guess that's answer. sort of what pushes you forward. You know, feel that we had great times. We had horrible times. One you chronicle in the book, it's a sexual assault that involved someone who came into your house. How do you endure something like that? I have a great friend and partner in Chris, and um, he helped me just to sort of put it into proportion. 
believe me, I felt anger, frustration. Uh, I, I wanted revenge. You know, I wanted. I went through every you know logical turn of emotion that you would normally go through when you're victimized. I think for whatever reason. I, my sanity took over and said, you can't carry around this kind of anger and sense of frustration. And I believe the assault happened when band, the Blondie was, you know, like in the height of their fame. And the, somebody broke into the apartment that she and Chris Stein, who started Blondie okay, together, they, okay. tied them both up raped Deborah Harry in and front stole of him? all their guitars. Oh. And in the book, I guess she writes at length about this, but she said in the end, the thing that that she was the most upset about um, after she'd worked through everything was right. like, damn it, those were good guitars. I love it. Yeah. You know, so, but she does write about um, really everything because the band went through, they, like their album Parallel Lines came out in 1978 and it's got okay. the black and white checked. It's like they're on a stage floor that goes up on the wall and the band's in the middle. It's kind of an iconic yeah, I've seen it. cover yeah. and uh, that came out in 1978 and that had like, you know, a bunch of hits. But, um, you know, they broke up after their sixth album. And they were apart for a long time, and then they got back together. So here's uh, another thing that she writes about when okay. the band went broke. And after, Sorry, Downey, go ahead. After seven years of record sales and shows, Blondie found they were penniless. You were broke? Mm-hmm. That's the story of rock and roll, isn't it? Drugs would also be in that story. Harry writing that she'd buy heroin for herself and Stein, even after he was hospitalized with a severe illness. Why? Why? Because we were junkies, and it was, you know, helped us survive this desperately horrible situation. The thing is, yes, I regret it, because I know that, you know, it was a silly waste of time, but then I, I don't really regret my life. And the things that are important to me now are because I've, you know, gone through all of this stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I agree. Well, she's had some some other things. She said she was kidnapped by Ted Bundy, and the van went around a corner. That she was in the back of a van, van and she got she out. got out. And later, and later, we... no, it wasn't on that. I read it in some other stuff. I was... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
was reading about her today since okay. her memoir just came out. Yeah. USA Today says it's one of the top five memoirs. Wow. You must read it's that good. Wow. And then, so there's this article in People magazine talking about, you know, she was with Iggy Pop and David Bowie. That was Blondie's first tour was opening for those guys. For those guys. And then <laughs> Iggy Pop and David Bowie's drug... Um, guy you know drug dealer um they couldn't find or something happened and they were looking for some blow which is cocaine and Mm -hmm. she had some and she gave it to them and as a treat david bowie showed her his penis very nice yes thank you that happened okay and then uh he said he just pulled it out and uh it like it was the official you know checker yeah she says or something since i was in the middle of an all-male band they figured i was really just you know one of the the guys. guys And it was notorious, and he loved to pull it out with both men and women. Really? That funny. must have been David Bowie's 70s style. Yeah. It was It was so funny, adorable, and sexy. And she also said um, it, she didn't touch it, and it was just nice. I guess it was sort of flattered <laughs> that he would do that. He's one of the great men that I admire in the music world, a genius. And then she also talks about, you know... Um, being kidnapped or whatever happened with the Ted Bundy character. And, I do remember this. And then she watched later on TV and said, that's the guy, the guy that, that just... Right. Because he went through New from. York or New Jersey before I he went do down to Florida. That. Remember, we it, we found this out in the Bundy yes. tapes that was just on Netflix or yeah. something. But, um, and she also, what I thought was interesting is she said, you know, we didn't have all this knowledge about... And information, of course, we knew drugs were bad, but we all did them. Yeah. You know? and well, it was just, I, mean, she, I mean, the peak of their fame was like 78 to 81. Got yeah. it. I missed it. I, I was at the tail end. Yeah. And Sunday Girl was a hit. And, you know, they were huge in the UK. And if you loved New but Wave she's, or she's punk, American, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. But if you loved it, they were just like everything. Yeah. You know, because she but was. What a fun first tour opening for Iggy, Iggy Pop, Pop and, and David, David Bowie. Bowie. I mean, hello. Yeah. Well, Apparently, um, she uh, the Washington Post in their review they got quite a bit of cr- quite a bit of crap because uh, here's how they posted it review in her memoir Debbie Harry proves she's more than just a pretty blonde in tight pants. That's the headline well, that's really of their dismissive, isn't it? Completely <laughs> sexist because mm-hmm. imagine the headline if it was about Iggy Pop, David right. Bowie, right. Mick Jagger. Oh, Mick Jagger is more than a pretty brunette in tight pants with a good moves. Right. So he's got they, more than moose knuckles. Yeah, right. So mm-hmm. they changed the headline and admitted we got it wrong. I mean, they liked her book, but oh, people yeah. were like furious that it would be such a sexist title of how they're reviewing this when Deborah Harry is a punk icon. She is, Lori. I mean, she, she is. sang and rapped and spent time at Studio 54, hung out with Andy mm-hmm. World, uh, John Michael Basquiat, and David Bowie showed her his penis. She changed music, and she showed what the front woman could look like of an all-male band. You're right. So, yeah. So and she, um, she, I'm looking forward to reading this. And she does, cl- she does admit all of her plastic surgery. Well, that's a true memoir, as far as I'm yeah, concerned. Yeah, because she said she had a, she said I had a facelift for business reasons, and it wasn't any bigger of a deal than having a flu shot. Good for her. Is not the kind of stuff we ever read about. Wow, but I'm hoping it's in Demi Moore's. I don't know, but she said she's never hidden the fact she's always been open about any plastic surgery. Another way of looking after yourself, she writes in the book. Well, there I you know. go.
I like it. I think this would be good. It's hard on your looks. Yeah, There's no hello. Way. And I've always been a go-getter. There's truth in every word I write. But still the growing pains, growing pains. They're keeping me up at night. Just alone. Yeah. And I guess the bank can hey guys, thanks for hanging out with us on this Monday. Okay, so I saw it. You that saw movie. The Hustlers. 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 Mm-hmm. Hustlers. Hated it. Oh, what? Okay, so here's oh. here's the thing. And okay. I sent you first of all, Lori said she was gonna take her twenty two year old nephew to this. And do you wanna know something? I got overruled by the twenty two year old. He only wants to see scarier action. And that it's a good Big reason. Surprise. And I sent it to you. <laughs> don't go to the movie and you're like, What? Because I'm like, don't go. It would be here's the here's the deal with what I felt about the movie. And then okay. we're gonna listen to Samantha Barbash, who the movie's about. Okay, so while this is a good, you know, it didn't cost a lot of money to make. It's an interesting concept. It's about women um, strippers during the 2008. Getting even. Not getting even. Not getting even, Lori. Okay. Because no one did anything to her. Okay. It's about a group of women that decide that they're going to, during the financial downturn, when when, uh, Wall Street men quit going to strip clubs and spending money like they had in the past, um, they needed a way to make money. So they decided that they would give men this drug and drug them and then take their credit card, basically, and run up charges. Okay? Okay. So, Constant Wu and Jennifer Lopez are the two main characters. Jennifer Lopez's character is kind of the leader. According to Rex Reed, J-Lo is the only reason to see the movie. Okay, that might even be more than you even... It's too much. So I went around and did... Because my girlfriend and I that went... We both sat there... And I'm like, how is this getting these great reviews? Yeah, I, I it had no heart. It um, had no continuity. You didn't really care. Constance Wu's character, you might have cared about a little bit, mm-hmm. but Jennifer Lopez's character, nothing. I got nothing from her. I mean, mm-hmm. great dancing, great right, clothes, right? Uh, this whole Oscar buzz is um, hello. She won't win. Is all I'm going to say because I don't get it. But it. It's unappealing. It's okay. Well, here's what the London Evening Standard Charlotte O'Sullivan, and I'm picking her because it's a woman female critic. Okay. Here's what she said It's meant as a compliment when strong females are called ballsy, but it would be truer to say that JLo's extraordinary creation is vagina y. It, it, <laughs> it's so bad. I don't understand what that means. It well, means just we see a lot of, uh, you know. Blitz. Cardi B was great. Lizzo was great. I mean, the listen to this is the woman, okay, whose story it was. Her name is Samantha um, Barbash, and she was interviewed by TMZ. Okay, and oh, now, she can't be happy about this movie. Mm, no. Because it was made from a, 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 a magazine story. story in the New York um, New Yorker magazine on this woman mm-hmm. and the constant Wu character. Okay. Okay. The release of the movie Hustlers, of course, huge hit, getting a lot of acclaim critically and commercially made $32 million its first week weekend out. Must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the movie? 
It's um, about your life, of course. It's about my life. They pretty much basically stole my story. I, I wouldn't sign my rights away. They stole your story, you wouldn't sign your rights? I, I wasn't giving up my TV and film rights. I mean, my yeah, my film and TV rights for peanuts. So how J-Lo do, doesn't work for free, why would I? I'm a businesswoman. Good, good point. How, how do they get to make a movie without you signing off on it, though? You tell me, it's Hollywood. J-Lo portrayed me, so she didn't even reach out to the woman that she's portraying. I think that's a little, like, kind of degrading. So you never heard... actress. You never heard from J-Lo? Not J-Lo herself, no. Like people in her camp, but still not her? Lorraine, the, the producer, hit on my lawyer. Okay. But it was a joke. I don't even want to embarrass them of what they thought. Put it this way, I have her mess bags that cost more than they wanted to give me. She basically defamed my character, which I was disgusted. As a mother, uh, there's a part that she's cooking drugs in a stove with her daughter there. Like, that's, first of all, it's just not an accurate movie. Without J-Lo, they wouldn't even have a movie, to be honest. It's just, there is no storyline. It's just Jennifer. So that's, People that's... People going to see the movie because J-Lo's on a stripper pole. Yeah. I don't even know how to do the trick. I've never been on a stripper pole like that in my life. If you're portraying my part, me, the ringleader, how she's met, been on every show saying that, then you should have actually met the person that you're portraying. She's studying my manner. My mannerism wasn't like the way she played. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm a boss, but I'm a leader. Okay, but anyway, she's got sour grapes. She's got sour grapes. And I I totally don't have an obligation. No, they don't at all. She has sour grapes. I guess, you know. You were talking and so excited to see it. I just wanted to stop you from going with your nephew when I sent you that. And it was just, there's no point. We, I wanted my money back. I've never. Wow, Julia. There's mm, no, so and fun. the only person who yeah. liked it in our whole place, because I, first of all, no one wants to see it half around this office, because I went to sales. Really? I went to promotions. I went to KS95. I went all around Great, the building. You really did your I did. I, research. I did. And the only person who liked it had three glasses of wine before she saw it. <laughs> oh. That's our only person who liked <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. So I just, I was dis, I was so disappointed. I should have seen Downton Abbey. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I just want to let people know. And I, well, okay. on Rotten Tomatoes, the critics like it 88%, but the audience likes it 66 Yeah, it's it's percent. Mm. Usually that, it's the other way around. No yeah, kidding. usually <laughs> it is the other way around. And my favorite review is just the one word, J-Lo is the only reason to see it. Yeah. That's Rex Reed, who yeah. writes for the New York Observer. And he says she brings a trashy and forgettable movie to life. Yeah, it's forgettable. Well, I saw a tr- I saw a forgettable movie that was so bad because you know the boy. I only see so our two choices were it and Rambo oh, no, for scary in action because he didn't want to see Hustlers. So we go and to you're s- lucky because you would have it would yeah. So we go to see it, which I loved it. The we knew two years ago, you know, with the kids, and it was like I thought it was really good, and blah blah blah, and I was kind of excited. I was like, oh yeah, I forget what people said about this movie. Jessica Chastain, Bill Hader, and they all make really good grown-up versions of the kid. The movie we saw sure. like two years okay. ago, and Bill Skarsgård is back as Pennywise. Now the the <laughs> the kid liked it more than I did, and his dad also liked it. About the same as him, but I mean, it was it, it went on yeah, it almost three hours forever. Oh. They needed to edit. They had so many wackadoo, um, scary things, and all they did was I, I mean, I did scream out loud like eight times. Okay, um, but that's because like something would pop out of the water right. or pop out of somewhere, and you could feel it coming. It was very good. At suspense, but then okay. whatever it was that would pop out, you're like, 
what the heck kind of a nightmare person? I mean, some of them were good and some of them were bad, but the story just meandered and meandered yeah, and meandered. I agree with you. It, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, mm. so... But the kid, you know, the two guys I were with, did they, they liked really it like more it? than I Just did. More, but did they really like it? It it kept, yeah, They, I think they liked the special oh. effects and stuff. And my gosh, we must have seen eight previews for all the Typical. scary and, and oh, you know, did the it go, big picture. Did you feel like it went on too long, the previews? No, I loved the trailers. Okay. I could, I could... I could go to just you know a trailer fast. Trailers. Trailers. Yeah, I yeah. could just go to a trailer fast. <laughs> fast yeah. That would be a good idea. Yeah. We're just showing trailers for 2020. Yeah, Donnie, did you see a movie this weekend? He, he saw uh, that movie. I, though. I did see a movie this weekend. I watched it on DVD, and I'll talk about it again on Friday because it's going to be one of my recommendations. Yeah. It's a little, uh, not a big movie. It's called Wild Rose. Have you heard of this? No. Wild Rose stars Jessie Buckley. She's a Scottish actress, takes place in Scotland, and she plays Rose Lynn. Mm-hmm. She has just gotten out of prison for a, a drug charge. She's an unwed mother of two, and her dream is to go to Nashville and become a country music star. She does her own singing, and she is phenomenal. Really? What a singer, and she's fabulous in this role, and uh, Jessica, uh, not Jessica Walter. Buckley. Uh, no, I can't think of the, the the British actress that plays her mom, and she's got a pretty good part in it. But I just thought it was a wonderful movie, and I recommend it highly. Good. I'd give it four stars, Wild Rose. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, just to finish this, the box you office. You should have gone to Downton Abbey. Oh, of course. Because that of course, movie would have made you. But you and I you... sat and talked about Hustler, and I'm like, yeah, I knew you wanted to see it. Bull. It's just all BS. All the hype is BS. Okay. And I'm going to tell you what else is BS. I'm, Jennifer Lopez and A-Rod are so overexposed. A-Rod, you know, they had an engagement party. Like some one of their parents had an engagement party for him. They got engaged six months ago on yeah. Friday night. And one. I think it's all for A-Rod's Instagram account because <laughs> so great celebrating with family and close friends tonight. Most, you know, A-Rod is just, I don't know. Yeah. Just, I just feel like he's so overexposed and they just tell us, I kind of am sick of their, they're so wealthy, you know, and they just can. You're sick of the flaunt? Is yeah, that what you're I kind of, I feel like the flaunt of him. Yeah. Mm. Like they kind of picked up they, where Kim and Kanye sort of dialed back. Yeah. I feel like they're always in our face of how great their love yeah, is and yeah. how... And I, I'm telling you, after seeing that movie, I was, I, fake. <laughs> okay. Do you think A-Rod's gay? Do I? What in the hell Where's is that coming, coming from? from? I am no, I'm going to say no based on his history, dating Madonna, Cameron Diaz, Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson got a boob job because of A-Rod. I mean, he's a himbo, but. He know. is a himbo. <laughs> he's such a himbo. Like, listening to, yeah. All right. No, I would have been, you know, more excited if uh, J-Lo had gotten together with the A and the acting Same. The music universe. Same. You know, like some hot guy like that. Yeah. But she's already done she's the done. music guy, you know, she's like, she's like, I can't wait for her to write a book. My gosh. Yeah. I don't even know if I'll be alive when she writes the damn book. 
She's going to live forever. Yeah. She works out every minute of I'm every day. I'm just saying, yeah. she would have a real interesting... She would if she told... Yeah, she told us totally everything. True, totally. And, you know, claim, you know, even about that she had a bad picker and that she yes. went mm-hmm. through... Yes, in, she you know, just yes, get honest. But anyway, that's going to be a while, too. So if they get married, how long do you give it? Oh, they're going to be together. You think so? Yep. Their kids love each other. Okay. They're, they're all in. I... I just, I he feel bugs you. He, oh, he bugs you. Oh. Just, that is the how. That's the Julia speak on a Rod. He bugs <laughs> oh, you. Oh my word! He bugs me a little bit less. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. We have to go because we've got a guest. Yes, we do. Our friend Ann Michaels is joining us, and we're going to hear about a great show she's in at the at the Ordway. I love it when you Funny. <laughs> we have Ann Michaels with us. And Hello. last, we worked with Ann Michaels when we did Project Down and Dirty, the musical, and we were just reminiscing about you and I trying to remember the lyrics to 1,000, 2,100, 600 so mirrors. Mir- <sighs> but we, you look delightful, and Thank you are you. here to tell us about this really cool um, cabaret series that's going on at the Ordway, and you are going to be a part of an all-female team from Dream Girls to Mean Girls, and it's called Back to Before, and it's this Thursday night at the Ordway. Tell us about this, Miss Anne. Well, first off, it's just so cool to be in a room with all women. I mean, the the creators of the cabaret, the director, the music director, and all these women, and we've just been having so much fun, and there's this freedom that we have to express ourselves that we didn't even realize we were missing till we were all just sitting there going, this is so amazing. You know, we could just say and do whatever we wanted. And it cool. was beautiful because, and nothing against our, you know, our favorite yeah. male yeah. friends mm-hmm. and and uh, leaders in this theater community because they're all wonderful. But it's just it's so a different rare. Vibe. It's, it's different. Like, yeah. Well, my girl, if a girlfriend invites a guy on the girls' trip, it, the the vibe of the trip completely changes. It is no longer a girls' trip, right? But this so is just so thing. rare in theater. Oh, it I can't doesn't believe it doesn't happen. happen. Yeah, and I have to say, I think that's the first time I've ever been in a creative process like that with so many women only women and it's just been was that deliberate on the part of the show was okay yes because this particular cabaret is focusing on uh the famous iconic musical theater characters and like give us examples oh you know like uh Ragtime is a big one where we have some powerful female characters, so we're going to be celebrating that. But there's something, you know, a song from um, Oklahoma called I Can't Say No, and it's like this silly song. And throughout time, women have been forced sometimes to sing songs that are just ridiculous, songs written by men, antiquated time. Mm -hmm. And um, we're trying to move past that. We're trying to sort of, you know, 
take a finger and point at that and say, you know, we used to make musical theater like that and we can look at it, we can study it, we can yeah. enjoy it for what it is, but we need to do better. We need to write better pieces for women, stronger pieces for women. So we're singing all these songs and sometimes commenting on them, sometimes okay. telling our own personal stories about it. It's really kind of uh, terrifying because I'm used to being on stage <laughs> and I've got, very, I'm a character, right? Yes, very I, directed. Yes, very directed. I have lines that I am supposed to say. I am being somebody else, but we're standing up there and we're telling our own stories and sometimes they're really sweet and vulnerable and scary, uh, but about our own experiences having you know, worked in this business right. and and how it relates this to some of the I know it. And are you doing it with a song? Like, are you changing the lyrics as a song or you're going to sing the song and storytell kind of We are weave singing. It? That's a good question. We are singing the songs as written, I think, with like one exception where where we are going to mess with the lyrics a little okay. bit. But it's just so interesting to hear someone um sing for instance a song from guys and dolls the adelaide's lament where she says a poison can develop a cold that whole thing and mm -hmm. it's just really the lyrics are just so awful but it's and so, to have, but that is such a classic song it yeah. is but if you just sing the song straight without right. any of that extra stuff on it and you listen to what she's saying you're like oh my gosh mm -hmm. they make women just sound so pithy and stupid yeah. and um under the influence of men like without men we're all just going to be sick yeah, and die right. old maids right? right you know so uh, we're just sort of pointing a finger and it's yeah. fun and we're and we love the music we love all the music and the music is beautiful but it's just an opportunity to take another look at that i stuff. love it i love it and who are you going to be um who's going to be with you oh my gosh i have china bricky who is just in the smoky joe's show yes. over to the ordway and tracy shannon megan kreidler she's just an amazing powerhouse rock singer and, and theater person colleen somerville christina baldwin who i don't know if you know her but she's just she's had a tremendous opera career and oh, she's wow. just she's amazing and just one of the funniest people on the planet so you guys are going to be able to sing i know our, it. how many songs are in the show would you say oh back, what's probably it called? back, to, back before. to before you know and basically that the title centers around a song that i sing in it from ragtime you know this woman she's finally she's had an opportunity because her husband has sailed away and is gone for a while and she has to make some decisions and once she's become the decision maker in her family she can't ever go back to being that silent person mm -hmm. who didn't have a say. So it's called Back to Before, and th that's just sort of the theme of it, is like how we are moving forward. Yeah. Right, and the songs, Lori, are going to be like from Ragtime, Wicked, is it Ada? Aida. Aida. I knew that was what it was. Mm -hmm. You did. <laughs> I know you knew it. More. But there's such a good deal. These, If you go to theordway.org, Tickets, this is this Wednesday night where you get to Thursday, Thursday night. night. Yes, Thursday. thank you. There's a special code for listeners, ordway.org. It's O-C-A-B-F-F. -F. It's just $20 plus handling fees. That's such a good deal. Right. Oh, my gosh. O-C-A-B-F-F. -F. So, Ordway Cabaret. Thank you. That's Friends forever. Yeah. Friends forever. Is it thank just you. Because I was trying thing? to figure out... It is. So we have two student shows. So part of this cabaret thing is to get student groups in and uh, giving them a closer look at musical theater, theater yeah. people um, in a more open and educational environment, yeah. perhaps. And so we'll do two student performances and then on Thursday night we'll have a show for the public. So we hope everybody can come. It's going to be really fun. Yeah. Oh, cool. I just love this. So cool, fun. Cool. Okay, so I've got a couple questions for you, Anne. <laughs> oh, great. So which... <laughs> All right, if you had to identify yourself with an old-time movie actress, who who would it be? 
Oh boy. You know, I, I've had people more than, more than a few people point out to me that I remind them not in my dancing ability, but just in my personage as Ginger Rogers. Really? I can see it. Yeah. Ginger mm-hmm. Rogers. Uh-huh. Yeah. But we I would love to point be... and flex. We in, have Michael. You're a dancer, <laughs> so it's I like you. All you. <laughs> Donnie's laughing over there. You have amazing legs. Oh, thank she you. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's you so are nice. such a dancer. And you know, bless I can you. see that you. you have that natural grace. Thank you. Ginger I, Rogers. Well, and she was just, she's just so funny. But of course, growing up, my favorite actor, because, you know, also speaking of, of female characters that, uh, probably needed some updating, but I loved Vivian Lee and oh, Gone with the Wind. Oh, I just like, I. oh my yeah. God, Come on. I just, I wanted to be her. Same. And I wanted to look like her, but yeah. sadly, oh. I remember happen. I broke up with somebody because he told me he thought Scarlett was a bitch. And I, I remember <laughs> oh, going home. No, you yeah, didn't. And I know. And I was like to my roommate, I don't think I can go out with this guy. He thinks Scarlett <laughs> O'Hara is a bitch. <laughs> I, I can't be liking a guy who thinks like that. She's like my hero. Well, to be honest, she also, she just got up there and did what she wanted. Yes. Yes. It didn't matter who was telling her what to do. She yes. just did what she wanted. And she made some crazy decisions, crazy, amazing decisions. But. Yeah, I love I love that film, and yeah. I know there are a lot of things that we should be upset about. There really are. But Scarlett but is a great she is a great, and yeah. she, she is, is yeah. early yeah. like and for that time period. My God, she had to she had to do have things for herself. She really to do did. What she did, and she got to wear the drapes. Yes, and gargle oh, cologne, but then all the, and and <laughs> yeah. all along she had what she wanted, and she threw it oh. away with both hands. Did you ever read the book, Anne? Oh yes, yeah. you yes. should. Have you ever read Brett Butler's People? No, is that good? That it is amazing. It's the re it's the life of Rhett Butler before he meets Scarlett. Scarlett O'Hara. And if you ha- have read Gone with the Wind and I you have. appreciate Scarlett, it's all about Rhett. And it's written by a guy, and it's the amazing. family approved it. Oh, fantastic. The, oh, um, Margaret Mitchell estate. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's, it's Rhett Butler's probably people. 10 years old or something. Older we love that. that. I kept waiting for it to be made into a movie. It's probably maybe too iconic. How it's, can you? Clark Gable, but it's such a good book if you love Gone with the Wind. I do, but I heard Clark Gable had such bad breath that she could, that Vivian could hardly hardly stand. stand He was probably doing intermittent fasting. Cigars. Um, Listen, I want to tell everyone that the the performance back to before is this Thursday night at the Ordway. Go to ordway.org. Enter code O C A Ordway Cab F F. And you get twenty dollars, and it's yeah. in the concert hall side. It's just it's so fun, and it's the the acoustics in there are amazing. Yeah. It's still fairly new. That's, it still smells to see new. You, Anne. Oh, it's good to be here. Thanks oh, for having I'm me. I'm excited for you. All Thank right. you. It's gonna be